Everything I spit rare, we sound in that great area podcast. They talk about hip hop all the way in the UK, so they gon' get props. Ooh, let me catch it, let me catch it once again. Every time I'm free. I was trying to give this album a low rating, but you guys get any gas. So today we are reviewing Earl Sweatshirts. I don't even know what number album this is, but his latest album, Sick. And to be honest, I feel like this is gonna be a good one because Earl Sweatshirt has most definitely impressed us to begin with, then fallen off, and now he's come back with this. But, you know, we'll get into that as we get things going. So, up until this album, what was everyone's kind of experience with Earl Sweatshirt? Because for me, it's been a rocky ride, that's for sure. I'm just going to say, oh, he's one of my favourite rappers. Serious? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nice Maybe one. not top 10, but definitely, like, Top fifteen, top twenty. Didn't Eminem say something about? I don't think Earl really ever fallen off. Huh? Didn't Eminem say something about Earl? Like he's the next uh, big rapper or some shit like that. I'm pretty sure some someone co-signed him to that level once. I don't know, Earl. but then I feel like Earl Jay-Z. Got, uh, Eminem got upset about what Tyler and Earl said, didn't he? As well, around the kamikaze time. Oh God! I mean, I, 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 I don't know anything about all that. But I just, I just know Earl had like big cosigns from the beginning before we were really kind of getting projects like from him. Yeah, well, like for me, um, you all know that I back in the day, like when Odd Future at their peak, I, I, I didn't get it. It wasn't for me. Um, for whatever reason, I was a bit. Well, I started getting into them as they started sort of branching out, and then retrospectively begun to appreciate him but Earl was always it was always Frank Ocean and Earl for me Earl always stood out I think just because the pen was always so good and even though he had like the wild lyrics and he was definitely influenced by Tyler and everyone around him there was just something special about the way he raps and then I think also with the whole like him going off to Samoa and the free Earl thing and all that I think it just led to this real we didn't have much old music, so there was this big anticipation for him coming back and putting out Doris and things like that. So, yeah, ever ever since them days, man, I've always, always been really into well. I think he's one of the, the, the best lyricists, the be- best technicians out there since he's been around. Mm. What about you, Theo or Kieran? What's, what's your kind of experience with old sweatshirt been like these days? Or not these days, back in the day, should I say? Well, it's been a bit of a rocky ride. I mean, I, I it's because I, I loved when it, when I first got introduced to Earl like, and I heard Doris, I just thought, oh, this is just amazing. This guy's just, as Sean's touched on, lyricism is just amazing. It's just on point. And he's just got a unique style of how he delivers. And I just, I just love his flows and just the pockets that he finds himself in. So I, I just loved it. But then as time went on, I don't know. I, I felt that I didn't really stick with Earl's music. I know it kind of went downhill again, but I almost feel like I discredit in that way because I should have maybe kept on the ride, but I felt like I wasn't interested anymore. So I kind of fell off. And then I heard Earl now and again. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's nice. Um, and But I never really tapped into him again, not like when I was listening to Doris. So I kind of fell off. But obviously when I heard that, when, um, when he came out with a single and I knew this album was coming um, coming out, then, yeah, I kind of criticised myself again. I should have maybe followed the ride, but no, I kind of fell off, really. Oh, can I just ask, like, because I feel like you all feel that way. Like, when when do you feel Earl fell off? Because for me, other than Feet of Clay, which was just a kind of brief dud, in my opinion, I think every album's gotten better up to this point. Like, I'm saving it for this album. I think every single album from Earl got better. And that's then Feet that's of what Clay I was, was going to say, though. Off. Mm. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's my journey. Like, I I liked Earl for Doris, and I was doubtful. Like, is he gonna go commercial? Like, or would he go commercial? Because he's such a good rapper, but is he like a a hot rapper or is he a technical one? Mm. And then when he did, I don't like Ish. I don't go outside. I liked that album a lot because I felt like he was doing like emo rap, but in a a lyrical way. It wasn't like how the the emo trap rappers were. So I was I was like, cool, I'm vibing. But some some rap songs. I actually think that's an amazing album, and I think it is better as well. So like like you think as well, Sean. I think it improved, but it just wasn't the vibe I was vibing to with L. Do you know what it's I mean? Hard. Like kind of like yeah, it's like yeah. one minute songs. It's like it's it's such a hard album to grasp, isn't it? It's like fifteen songs, and it's a lot. 
but but it's also and, like it's it's stress and anxiety personified so it's not easy to listen to it's you know not, what it's I mean? not. The, and then like feet of clay like you said as well feet of clay is not really a a main release is it I, feet so of clay is like rubbish nah. man that's what i was hoping we would get to no but it's, it's negligible though right isn't it like a negligible release in a way yeah there's two little... two reasons why i agree with you kieran one because it is it's an ep and two straight the year straight after from like 2020 until now the feature run that earl's been on has said that you know that was a that was a period you know some rap songs and fleet of clay i put them in the same kind of bracket just because of the there was this very noticeable difference in Earl's uh, delivery, in the, the style of production, and, um, you know, the content got even darker and whatnot. But, and I'm like you, Sam, I, I didn't, I weren't messing with Feet of Clay. It was just too far left for me. It mm. just didn't sound good at all. But This is the thing, though. I'm not even hearing the bars on him. In some rap songs on Feet of Clay, I can't even hear his lyrics really that much at all. That's the thing with it, right? Mm. For me, some rap songs felt good. It was, it was fun to listen to. It was like, oh, this is different. And then Feet of Clay is like, this is too different. Like, and maybe I should listen to it more than twice, but I listened to it once. I was like, nah, give it another chance. Like, you know, the week after, next week, I came back to, I was like, I can't deal with this. But then, like Sean was saying, <laughs> the feature run from, you know, Feet of Clay till now has been impeccable. But those aren't the same, those aren't the same rappers, like same rapper that was in those two projects. Like some rap songs, Feet of Clay and Feature Run Earl are three different people they're the sum of all the parts that have moved us to where we are now, if that makes mm. any sense. Yeah, yeah. I feel like every project since Doris was an indicator of what was coming next. Mm. So, well, maybe not so much with the second album, but I feel like in I Don't Like Shit, he just chewed off the fat and really focused in. Um, and then there wasn't any of the real sort of humour or, I guess, wildness that you got in Doris. It was very much like, talking about his issues with substance abuse and, re and the relationships and this isolation that he put himself in. And then that kind of was an indicator of the almost like two or three year period where we barely heard from Earl. And mm. he sounded like someone, like when he came back with some rap songs, he sounded like he'd aged about fucking 10, 20 years. Mm. Like he just sounded stressed and like he'd just been through it and like someone who had been in isolation basically, but that had matured. But then if you think about songs like Nowhere to Go and is it Peanut? Like they were like they were very sort of they if you listen to them and listen to Feet of Clay, there's a real lineage of like the the the, the route he was going down. Mm. And I think sometimes as well, when a rapper releases an album, no matter how depressing it is, we think that that's like their therapy and then they're better now. Like that they went through that and they put it in an album. I don't think really Earl had got through the stuff he was talking about in some rap songs, and it was kind of apparent in Feet of Clay that he was he was in a bad place i think yeah bad bad place yeah no most definitely but, yeah. I, well i do what's funny i feel like he's still in a somewhat of a bad place now but he's more comfortable with it to kind mm -hmm. of like you know get to where we're, we're getting to we're talking about the album what were my expectations going into it i don't know if i had any i was just like you know what new Earl is always exciting because it's like Really out of Odd Future, we had the the two, three big stars. We had Frank, we had Tyler, we had Sid and the internet and, you know, Earl. But Earl has always given us the least to, to kind of hold on to out of all those other three, four people. And I was like, cool, new Earl. Like, even though Feet of Clay was rubbish, like, I'm still going to have a listen. So my expectations going into it are like, this could be really, really good. Or this could be just another kind of thing, like, where he's working shit out type thing. Yeah, it's yeah, both, I was, um, I was expecting, I was expecting an improvement, mm. definitely. I was expecting an improvement. Um, I think the features made me think that he was in a better place. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, whether that was going to be reflected in his, you know, his delivery or his content, that was what I was expecting. And I guess, I guess that was kind of right with this album, not to, you know, jump straight into it, but. Um, he definitely, like you say, it's not like he is, I don't know what the right word is, it's not like he's cured or he's better or he's necessarily happy and all that, but it's like he has come to terms with these feelings and, and what he goes through and all that, mm. you know. No, definitely. Even 2010, such a good um, lead single. Leading up to you, you hear it and you're like, hold on, this is his mixed, his voice is sounding mixed differently. I haven't heard that since like, I don't like shit or even Doris. 
And you know, um, this album, Young Guru, was the mixer for him as well. Yeah, yeah, which is a lot. That. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's just interesting mm. how how he's you know technically new, but his sound is like really old. Even though his voice is, do you know what I mean? Like old rappers have a an old style of rapping, old flows, old like hip voice style, but like oh, it's like something new, but on some old old cla- like I don't mm. know, I don't know how deep we want to dive into the album so early, where it's like these beats are like new <laughs> wave boom bap, but like still very very like dusty. You can feel the records like. Mm, mm. yeah i agree with kieran though the mix in this was way cleaner like you know don't get me wrong i think it was very very um with some rap songs it was the purpose of it was to sound very rough Mm. and you know whereas with this one clean and and then it reflects his delivery he he sounds better on it and like it's more enjoyable to hear him on it as well and as a fan i like that too i don't i know sometimes we get the best music from people's troubles and what they go through and that but i'm i'm pleased that Earl sounds like this because if you if you kept going down that feet of clay rabbit hole it wouldn't have even just been a case of like i don't like the music i'd have been like oh shit i'm actually worried about this guy because you know? <laughs> because that music I've, I'm, I'm repeating myself now he did not sound well whereas now he sounds healthier he sounds um he sounds clearer there's like this renewed energy um just in better spirits i guess well, it's almost, it almost feels like he's been through it and he's able to um, comfortably speak about it. You know, when you have a moment like that and it's hard, it's hard at the time and you can't get your thoughts and everything into like sort of like one sentence, whereas now he's been through it, he understands it, he's still going through it, but he's in a position where he can actually deliver it in a way that's clear to everyone for the, them to understand instead of it just being for him just to understand. And that's just like a sort of natural process. So it was nice to see... Nice to hear Earl like that on this album. Yeah, and mm. it's so well. It's not well. It is short, but you know what I mean. I feel like you can't get lost in this album. There's no kind of mixed messages. It's a very kind of concise project, and you go, yeah, this person's doing well. You can hear he's doing well, and this is a very well thought out track list, let alone a well thought out kind of collection of songs. You know what I mean? Is in it's it's it could have been way more bloated, and you know, in the last year or you know before that. We've definitely had some bloated projects, not to name any names, but I'm sure a few will come to everyone's mind for long projects. This is half an hour. It's 10 songs. Some of the songs are so short, but they feel perfect in the length. Like, like I don't know. That's the ha- thing I saw. Do you know the, the pre-release singles? Yeah. Um, Full-length tracks. Titanic, Tabula Rasa. They're the long ones, isn't it? He's fed us what, what to go to. And then the rest is kind of like that. Uh, some rap songs kind of mode yeah. i can't explain it they only have two long songs that are over mean? three minutes so what are a vision of fire in the hole and fire in the hole like yeah. the last minute and a half of it i think one minute yeah. it's just some piano shit like it's not any raps but i'm not mad at the length of these tracks to be honest like because like nope. i said oh i'm not you not flick on the album and the album just goes like that like i think was it yesterday maybe before yes a couple of days ago i was listening to it and it started looping i was like oh, i didn't even realize it looped do you know what I, mean? I was just enjoying it. Mm. This album loops so nicely. Oh, it loops brilliantly, mm. doesn't it? When I, I I've had it on loop, it just it it's just impeccable. I I have to say, it's just so nice how it just loops and you can just can continue listen to this like non-stop. Like I mean, I listened yeah. to a, this about six times before even getting on the call because it loops so nicely. Mm. Just carry on, yeah, just doing what I'm doing. It's just just brilliant. It's because I think it's got these like intervals. It's like you got the intro, mm. then you got live that middle bit. And then you've yeah, got yeah, yeah. fire in the hole, but it's like the the second half of that is like a little interlude mm. moment again. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. Um, but at the same time, he is packing so much into some of these songs. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, we can get we can get to like the the content and the themes and that, but I, I was stuck on old friend for ages, man. There was so yeah, much in that I was unpacking <laughs> so much. I mean, what what were the it's a wheel up. It's, it's actually think, a wheel up tune. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely did that on the first listen as well. I was doing um, that today. <laughs> it's mad. Because I think Old Old Friend is also, I know it's the first album on the, that's first song on the album, but it's also a good kind of place to talk about the themes in that. I mean, what, what did you pick up on? Like, what, what was sort of made one, it? Yeah, I was to say, he was struggling with, yeah. you know, obviously he's a celebrity, but it's like for, for celebrities, COVID was terrible. 
Because as much as you hate being in the public eye and whatever, that's where your money comes from. He probably couldn't perform. He couldn't, you know what I mean? Like artists were really struggling and it was like a nice kind of realization that he he said in, I've got the lyrics here. He said, I found in the middle in a bit of balance. Like, I don't even know what that, what that means. He's like fevering the cabin. Like he's like, well, I'm stuck inside. I'm having to quarantine. It's like, I guess I'm all right with it. I used to say, I don't I like shit. I don't go no, outside. He's familiar with it, isn't it? Yeah. And it's like, I did this already. So it's like, I'm back with my old friend, this yeah. whole like, isolation. But it's like mm. f- finding the middle in the, in a bit of, a, of balance. It's like, you know, like when you're balancing, you're, you know, you're already kind of off as it is. It's like the middle is the point where you should be the most happy, but it's like, you're still having to keep yourself like, together is what i got out of mm. this and it's yeah, like which is mad isn't it but it's just like how do you think of saying something so deep in two bars mm. and you know there's 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 so much more he says in yeah. the in the following bits of the verse i'm just like you're very skilled and this is like a great start so, to the album it's the yeah, wordplay yeah. on it as well like I, he, he doesn't do these things like these play around things like i think mf doom often would do stuff for a joke i, I was not really joking at all he's just trying to give you depth for <laughs> things every single bar yeah at this point every in his career phrase. it takes it takes it very serious i think mm-hmm. um yeah no i so for me the um the overarching theme for me is reflection mm. i feel like he has just he, well yeah he is reflecting on several things about himself and about society that have happened over the last sort of year and a half to two years yeah. um the thing that i mean I mean, going back to him and his performance in that, I mean, the one thing you can always expect from Earl is just like, you know, crazy lyricism, mad schemes and all that. And an old friend, he just gives it to you straight away. There's like, the, I think it's from, where is it? It's like, uh, when he, from I Ain't Count No Blessings, I sure as shit could measure the whole way through. Sorry, no, where he says blinking for some feasible methods to free yourself, the whole way to the end, he's just going on that same scheme and like with the internal rhymes. But then, going back to more of the themes he's kind of like there's like double and triple entendres within a lot of the things he's saying it's a lot it's so much Mm. yeah so like the first few lines where he talks about you know strong spirit where the body couldn't get asylum the cost of living higher than across the picket line and get the virus there's obviously the very lupe fiasco that's crazy that's what yeah yeah yeah, it's mad disgusting i'm I'm agreeing with you I, i think this is like so high level, but on the, obviously on a sort of very on the nose type thing, it's it's clearly referencing the pandemic. You know, physical. It's easy to understand mm. as well, yeah, because he's, he's mm. there's relatable lines in it, like the um, cross the picket line, get the virus type of stuff like that. You just stuff we associate with really easily right now. But then maybe I'm looking too far into it. But then when he says when he's talking about the picket line, I start thinking about. Well, there's obviously like workers and striking and things like that. But then there was also, it made me think of, you know, after George Floyd was murdered and then the Black Lives Matter movement took off again and people were out protesting. It gave me that feeling of like, people were probably sitting at home like, I want to go out and do that. I want to go out and join that cause. But there's this pandemic going on. I'm going to get this virus. And then he says like, Wildcat has got him in a bind, stay inside. And um, he says about Mag Hat is capping every line. It's like, within that, I'm thinking... Well, then there's something is else that about Alice in Wonderland, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, it is. It's Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, 100%. Oh, and then he says something about they start hacking when they can't shrink us. And it's like, well, there's the word shrink in there. And I think well, that could be related to sort of mental health and, and, you know, therapists and stuff like that. But then, like, again, going back to sort of Mad Hat as capping, it's like, is he talking about, I don't know, politicians and lying? And do you know what I mean? And, and then well, you've I got like, one the whole thing Mega Hat crazy. thing. He's there's very so conscious. Much in there. <laughs> He's very conscious of what's going on yeah. in these first few bars. Like, it's like what you said, because I was on the same wavelength of, of cross the picket line and get the virus type thing. It's like, you could still, like in this tough time, you could want to go out and do the best you can do, right? Whether that's go out and protest, go out and even work for your family. But it's like, if you do that, you're going to get the virus. And everybody's sending you different stuff. And, you know, everybody who's listened to this, obviously you weren't born yesterday, unless you listen to this like 15 years into the future, which means hello. But... <laughs> yeah, you know, they came into the pandemic. They were like, don't do this. Then we got a little bit more in. They're like, do this. Don't do this. Do this. Oh, wait, no, that's wrong. And it's like the, the whole mad, mad hat is capping thing is exactly what I feel like Sean just said is like, it's politicians. 
it's just you don't know who he's to trust. He's saying it in such a smart way, though. Like mm. it's it's so educated. Yeah. It's not just like shouting like, "Oh, they're out to get us." Who's like they? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. all of this stuff. The yeah, yeah, space, yeah, all of that. But he does it so smart. Like it's like you say, Agent Smith. What you're Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick little re- Matrix reference. <laughs> but it's like how many corny COVID bars have we heard in the last year or so? Hey, Is fuck around, getting a Wuhan away, virus. Way too, way too many. <laughs> oh, Pat Joe! Shout out, Pat Joe! I almost hey, forgot skinny about Joe. that. Man, you hated that bar, though, didn't you? Sean hated it. Was that just bar. so. Do you know what it is? <laughs> it's, it's still it. wrong. <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's because I rate Fat Joe, and it's just like that was so. Did you just... say something about Harvey Weinstein yeah. as well? That really yeah, got he to did. you. Yeah, he did. That one was worse. It was like, why are you saying that? Um, <laughs> It's just like nothing good can come from it. Do you know what I mean? Nothing. Um, yeah. So back to like what I was saying about reflection. Um, the other thing I feel like he was reflecting on was, I guess, his career and his come up and how things have changed and his relationships mm. with people, especially like you got like songs like well, Titanic where he's telling a bit of a story and 2010. But again, in Old Friend. So... <laughs> I didn't clock this at first and then someone said something in a review and I was like, oh, they might be on something. Then I picked up on something else through that. So the title, Old Friend, OF, Odd Future, right? Mm. And then he says something near the end where he says, couple stains that I couldn't shield, my brother brain, maybe left brain, that we couldn't shield. What's happened to left brain though? Is left brain like off the scene or something? But I weren't sure about that. And then the next line, he says, yeah, couple came, couple went still. And what remain of the wolves, nil. Mm. So that to me is like, I think he's talking about odd future there, but not in like a mm-hmm. bitter way. Like there was a like right. some problems happened, but just like they've gone their separate ways. It's no more. But like you, it made me think, what happened to left brain? Mm. Like, wh- where is he? Like, I've, I've not, heard from I him. never even thought of he that, is. of what remain of the wolves, nil. I just thought he was just kind of, you know, like some people just get into like an animalistic bag, like how Griselda talks about, oh, big Griselda, we're a bear, whatever, grizzly. Mm. But mm. like, I thought you were talking about, now I think about it, you're right. Like, as much as... Even um Titanic, though, like Titanic's like a big ship that sunk, right? Right, He's exactly. about 2011. In yeah, that yeah, song. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm get, trying to get to, is like the whole idea of... Odd Future had so much potential and let's not lie, you know, obviously Sean said he didn't realise at the time, but what's come out of there is massive talent, but it's like, why did they not remain together as a group? And I think that's like a little insight into like, you know, couple stains that I couldn't shield as in like, did something happen that we don't know about in the public eye? You know what I mean? That he mm. took to heart that he couldn't, you know, just brush off and go, oh, that's fine. And that happened a lot. Like what, what is the missing mm. part here? That's made him say things like this. Well, yeah, me yeah. and Sean saw them in Reading. They were animals, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe um, left brain might left brain might have got arrested for what he got up to. You know, I'm not gonna. <laughs> he right. might be in prison. That, that was definitely sexual abuse. What we saw. I'm just gonna say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it was now, a bit rough. It? it was a bit rough. <laughs> um, but then, like I say, so I like I I didn't clock it until someone pointed out the the whole OF thing, and then. But then when they said that, I was like, are you reaching? And then, like I said, when I, that brain, the brain line just sort of mm. stuck with me. And I thought, okay, maybe he's referring to that. And then you look at like at the song Sick. He, I started noticing other things. So he says, quit the frat, double back. I need a percent. So what is he saying? Like that he left Odd Future because he felt like he wasn't getting his just do. You know what I mean? I don't know. But um, mm. there's just a few things here and there. But then there's also lines that suggest that it's it's all good, and we've seen pictures of him and Tyler together, um, and apparently there's no there's been no problems. But um, yeah, I just feel like maybe throughout these times, throughout you know the pandemic and that, he's just had time to sit back and you know really sort of evaluate certain things that have happened. Um, and you know, one of the things that he's been reflecting on is these relationships with people, with the industry. That's with one, family members it's one of those ones as well where the, the the idea of the word sick has so many different connotations if you want to take it for its literal meaning then yeah unwell virus you know pandemic mm. cool very relevant title then you got the you know the modern interpretation of sick cool amazing you know this is something that i like 
But then there's also the, like the third meaning of sick or the second meaning of sick, which is like mental health, you know, mentally sick. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is he having like a moment where he's trying to let all three parts of that be expressed in these first couple tracks? I would say undoubtedly, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think so. It's I think so. Just, just rewinding those bars that Sean was saying as well, like, he says they um they really be out there, shorty really from the West, just an alley cat legend in the effing flesh. Mm. And like Tyler's from West Coast, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's from mm. Cali. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. a legend at this point. So I don't know. Like, and then it leads on to the bars you said, isn't it? About um quit the frat, double back. I need to yeah, yeah. I feel on like vision. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. So go ahead. Oh, you talk about vision. No, even the even the next bar, the next bar as well. Sorry, it's just saying blast the love, calm effects, like because Tyler's always joking. So I, I don't know. I feel like those four bars really actually are saying Tyler to me, but maybe I'm just seeing it too much now as well. Are you talking about mm, sick yeah. or, or vision? I'm confused. Sick. Now. I'm, I'm talking about sick. Sorry, I'm talking about sick. sick yeah. oh. Oh, okay. I There's something in vision too, though. In vision, he Where? says something like, "Um, uh, I I did some dirt with a click, had to get clicked by myself or something like that," and then. Like we, I don't know how much you know about who he sort of more is affiliated with now, like people like Mike and the Slum Dogs. And even in in 2010, he says, um, you know, when he like he starts off by saying, "I'm gonna need a bigger bag for the cohort, uh, trying to make a millionaire out of Slum Dogs." I think he's talking about this this other collective that he's been hanging around with. But I'm not even sure they're around mm. anymore. But basically, I think that, like I said, there's a there's all this reference to like, I was with these people. I've gone my own way. I'm now like doing my own thing, but I'm you know. And with this new collective, um, it's all sprinkled throughout, man. I just, um, mm-hmm. maybe some of it is reaching. I don't know, but it's interesting. I don't know. I don't feel like we're reaching at all. I feel like we're, we're hearing what, what we're hearing and it's very obvious. It's not it's not digging too deep into it. It's just thinking about what do we know versus what's been said. And mm. do you know what I mean? That's, that's the kind of conclusion you can end up with at that moment yeah, or yeah. at this moment in time. So are we all agreeing that there's like a theme of of like self-discovery, self-awareness in this album or? Definitely. definitely. Oh, 100%. That's the, the, that's the vibe that I get throughout the whole album. I you think that's the main theme, it. really. Yeah, yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. am I sick in mentally or am I just sick, like, really good? Do you know what I mean? Mm. What, mm. I mean is what you're saying. But it's also, um, I noticed that, like, I feel, I've kind of got this from the last couple of projects, but definitely on this one where he, he's, um, he's more spiritual and I think he's, even I would even yeah. go as far as saying he's religious now because I know that in the early days he he wasn't he was I think he said in interviews like I'm an atheist and like the stuff they used to rap about said that but um even on this like on the song lie he says um same one that I forgot to pray still above me so it's like saying you know I weren't I weren't following God I weren't I weren't about that but he was always there or that they were always there and you know I'm with them now and all that and yeah yeah, he's become way more spiritual, I think. No, most definitely. He goes into that in the last few tracks a bit more as well. Mm. I think that comes with, with any kind of mental health struggle, though. When you come out the other end, you have to realise there's something bigger than yourself. Because a lot of mental yeah. health issues tend to stem from looking too far in and kind of being mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm this, I'm going through that, or in my head, this is going on, that's going on. And to kind of get away from that, you kind of look outside of yourself. And once you look outside of yourself, obviously you see the people around you that helped you and all that kind of stuff. But then also you have to think, well, inside me, there's there's a, a way that I am able to tap into something higher than myself. So even if you are atheist, yeah. connecting to people, yeah, hmm. it's yeah. like an external body, like uh, external body, like that's outside of you that has helped you realize this is the vision that you're on. Like you might have not realized it when you thought about it deeply before, but something something is knocking on the door and you don't know what it is, but you almost feel that you have that connection. And yeah. then once you have that connection, it opens your mind to things. And then you just, it's all like, excuse the pun, but you see the light and you see the light and then you kind of tap into that and then realize, oh, wow, maybe I was always meant to be on this path and someone's helping me along that along yeah. that and that's where people always get that sort of faith because mm. you are spot on when people have those mental health struggles they come out the other side they always feel feel that someone's helping them along the way and that's when they get become more spiritual and more faithful yeah mm. and, and whether or not that that's a kind of spiritual or uh religious journey is, is a whole different conversation but it's definitely like mm. an acceptance of the, oh there's more to life than just me you know and and yeah. that is a, a mad place to be in let's hope kanye reaches that place where he because he kanye believes he is <laughs> jesus but he's not so, <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, what other themes stood out to anybody else? 
Because for me, I, I already said mine about the whole three think... different meanings of sick. Also, just as like just self help, like he's got a lot of coping mechanisms in it. He even ends Titanic with like, "You look drained. You should get some rest." I don't know if he's talking to himself or someone else, mm. but like, it oh, makes me I laugh thought he was talking to himself way. with that. Yeah, I yeah. think it was to himself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> he looked he, he looked drained like, on feet yeah. of clay. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Oh, man, rapping night like was drained. Yeah, what one of my favorite lines on here was um from one of the singles um how do you say is it t- tabula rasa is that how you uh, i don't know tabula rasa. no clue there's a there's a lot of words in that, in that fucking right? song that i don't even know how to spell yeah we'll get to that verse that Jesus, <laughs> billy woods man billy woods anyway um yeah that, I, all i know is i've read on genius apparently that it that it means um blank slate in latin which is telling i guess of mm. the whole thing about like reflection and stuff like that and self-discovery um but he says on there asymptomatic but i get sick of the delays and um it again there's like a covid reference in there mm. but it made me think of like thinking about mental health in a in a asymptomatic way where you you don't even know that you're struggling or, you're, or that you're going through something but you are and then it's not until you're out of it when you look back and you go oh shit i was like yeah, I what was, was that really about? in a bad way? Oh yeah, yeah that yeah. is yeah, and mm. that's a madness when that happens. Yeah, yeah, like you don't that's even really know insightful. that. Yeah, great line, great line, man. The other one, and Sam, you touched upon it briefly, was um just his his consciousness, I guess his social consciousness. Like it's not preachy, it's not in your face, but he's really talking about some stuff on here. Like oh, and he says that at the end of. The skit at the end of sick, or is that at the end of visions? I think it's at the end of visions where, mm, like, mm. they're saying, like, um, what should we say to the young black for... people? Yeah, oh, it's yeah, not, that it's was, not for yeah. entertainment, it's to like make a revolution. Mm. I think that links mm, yeah. to what Sean was just saying, actually. Yeah, well, I read that I think just before COVID really broke out, he was working on an album and it was going to be called Bear With Me. Um, album was going to be called The People Could Fly. And that is the title of a um, collection of folklore stories that are based on tales of enslaved Africans. Mm. Um, and I know that his mum was really, like, in terms of academia, she's really high up, apparently. Like, not oh, just, yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. Really high up. And no, really that's a well definite respected. thing. She's, she's, like a, she's like one of them people that back in the day would have been a Black Panther, would have been, you know, out in the streets doing the, the mad thing. You know what I mean? She's a proper, like... She's, yeah. Yeah, go on, sorry. And then the, and then the dad was a was a... Uh, well-renowned poet and and whatnot so he's like it's like he's taking on parts of them and putting it into his music but the song like again and then it was educational for me as well because the the sixth track is called lie isn't it l-y-e mm-hmm. but that's and also what you can that use that... to dissolve a dead body as well i swear oh. breaking bad i was thinking uh, well so what i read about it was it's a it's a hair relaxer yeah 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 yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of course it is. Yeah, Man, um, you can also use it to get rid of a dead body. So when I was thinking of this, I was thinking, mm. is he like trying to get, like purge himself of something? Like, I, I, mm. and every time I think of lie, mm. like the actual, you know, the liquid thing, I always think of someone doing something illegal and trying to get rid of that evidence type thing. But sorry, you were. Saying oh, this just, reminds me um, of a lyric as well. Sorry, the on Chum where he's like yeah. too white for the black kids, too black for the white. Okay. So, and mm. like obviously like lies the hair relaxer, so like yeah. maybe yeah, yeah. like white hair. Mm. But then, like, he's killing that dead body, his old way, owning like his own culture and ethnicity, I guess. And isn't it, doesn't, isn't there a Malcolm X? Um, there's an excerpt from a, like Malcolm X's biography around, like, I don't know if it's on this track or around this track as well. Um, yeah, no, like I said, it was just educational for me. I, I you know, I, I wouldn't know about, <laughs> like, you know, the sort of details of hair relaxing and, and like the, the, the wider point that he's trying to make with mm. that. So that was interesting for me. He definitely addresses it in the song, though. He does talk about his head going on fire, and you know that that feeling would be coming from the relaxer. But... Oh yeah, that's what it yeah, means. Yeah, man, that's um. But I, you know I was what? taking oh, it from like a... because it's because yeah, Go that's madness. Because I was just gonna say because I've never had my hair relaxed, but my my sister has, and I should I should have realized that man. I yeah, should have because she said about like yeah, it starts to burn. Yeah, exactly. But man, I was thinking of a different thing because what are you saying about uh? What was he saying? I gritted my teeth, my eyes watered, my nose was running, yeah? I was like... I thought it was talking about meditation. Well, I, I thought he was talking about murdering somebody, like, you know, because th- there is still that kind of horrible aspect too else. I'm thinking like, oh, he's put the body in some light. It's gonna, you know, dissolve. Oh, yeah. But oh, man, I, I was in a different... There's triple entendres of... in that. Sean, Sean <laughs> hit the nail on the head, I think, with what, what he was thinking. 
And what you said about being too white for the black kids and too black for the whites and that kind of stuff. I, was I think we're all onto something. Nah, I think we are. I'm, like, not... has... <laughs> I'm in a different place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're but a lie also means, um, <laughs> There's the other spelling of lie, isn't it? L-I-E, yeah. you know, to be non-factual. Yeah, so it's so, all, it yeah. all makes sense. I was trying to give this album a low rating, but you guys getting me gassed. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to clip that out and put it out at the beginning was, of the episode. I was I trying to lie. control myself. I want to take out your outro, yeah, and just put that in there. <laughs> I, I don't Before think we, we spoke about Tupelo Rose yet, but let's go no, back to life. What are you no, just very quickly. Very quickly. Tubular it's Rose. Just... What is it? Tubular... <laughs> Tabula Raza, whatever, fam. Shut up. That's Rosa, the same yeah. stuff. Um, just just to go back to um, Earl's pen, like there's a there's a line here where he says, with every triplet of trips around the sun, some of the sludge get thicker. The man's a flipping poet. Like, mm. what does that mean? I'm, yeah. Break it down. It's like, what does it mean? But at the same time, you start picturing it. Do you know, it's just crazy. I think he's he's elite, man. I love it. Um, what track did you want to go to, Sam? The one above it, ta ta Tabula Rose. True Rose. Raza. Oh. I don't know what the thing is. Th there is such an... Um, I, obviously, I don't listen to Armand Hammer because, you know, Kira knows why. I know why I don't listen to Armand Hammer, yeah. But... We don't do that pig. Trust me, we don't <laughs> oh, do that man. Why? That pig is... <laughs> oh, wait. Mm -mm. I'm not sharing audio. Mad. Mm -mm. But yeah, to be honest, this has made me want to listen to them because they say a lot of things. Like, especially because of how good this... This is one of the better beats on the album. Let's not lie now. No pun intended. Uh, that guy, Billy Woods, when he talks about all the Congo political party people, oh, man. I was like, nah, what the was hell going is going up, on? Yeah. And the way he broke down the... Sesuku Mubutu, I was like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> What Listen, are you doing? Uh, this is why that, Billy Woods that, was in my top 10 last year. Billy Woods I, is, is different. Mm, different I, that was actually making me like just stand up when he started going on that bit because that was a bit mad. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, no. And, and to be honest, I think this is one of the first tracks I've heard in a while where there's three rappers on a song and I can't pick who's got the best verse because everybody was just doing a lot of interesting and different things. Like no one was, no one felt like they were going at each other. Like as in like, oh, this person's verse is better than mine. Let me write a better verse, whatever. It was just uh, like, everybody came and just demolished the song in their own way. Okay, they took on the theme good. as well. They took on the, the title of the track and um, did their own thing. I, see, I, I think they're all like top tier Premier League level on this, but Billy Woods for me has it. Billy Woods, honestly, man, when he says, um, Give my babies my rhyme books. Tell them do you. Give my enemies the good news. Time flew. It's oh, it's just mm. like, it's just like it's a different way of just flossing and or not flossing, sorry, but stunting and just saying how good you actually are. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's hell up in Harlem. So meet me across 110th Street. Mm. I don't know if any of you've watched Jackie Brown. Um, I'm sure that uh, that song is in Jackie Brown at the beginning, where Pam Greer goes along the the flip the thingy in the airport. I'm sounding like a bit of a film geek now. But, a bit um, of a film geek? A bit, yeah. <laughs> you, take, you take it to a new level, man. I, I didn't even know what the hell that film was, but moving on. Yeah, no. I was, you never I was, heard of Jackie Brown? I've nope. heard of it, yeah. <laughs> Tarantino. That, I was about to say, it's a Tarantino film. It's one of the more slept on ones, though. Slept on, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have much action and that going on, so people don't really care for it. But... Bill's got, Bill catches that pocket though and he starts flowing again. Like I think it's the mm. second half of his verse where he keeps repeating that rhyme scheme and just gets crazy. Like mm. one of these bars that gets me, Southport under the North Star forcing all the league changes. I mean, mm. like, yeah. I, just, I just like it. I don't even understand what he's trying to say, but it's a bar. Yeah, like we keep facts in a midnight, midnight wax, family tree set. It's like, yeah, like he's through the leaves yeah. on familiar uh, tracks. Mm. I'm seeing it. I can't even read it out because it's like it's tongue twisting, but it's just That's yeah, vivid. Poetry. I like the I like the delivery of one of the closing lines of his verse, which is like, "All I could say to the times that I couldn't freeze frame, bleak fate." Like it's like you can hear mm. him almost like losing the wind in his body. He's a bit like he's really mm. sad about it. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, man. But, but then he was like, you only trash if you trash. I keep it simple and dynamic. And I'm like, oh, you're not keeping it simple and dynamic, man. No, Don't do that no, to yourself. That, 
No, but he changes the he way does he raps. At the same time. He does, but that's that's the thing that really like weirded me out about that bit. He starts talking about like she shimmies into the. She's like, anyway, I'm gonna start rapping differently now. I'm like, what the hell is that? About? <laughs> this is the mm-hmm. thing that we haven't really spoken about. It was quite versatile on this. Like on yeah yeah. What's it on Titanic? He like that, that's kind of a banger, you know. Slightly like I was reading the lyrics, <laughs> yeah. like the flow he catches, and I can I can imagine like a trap beat under that or something. Mm, yeah, like, my favorite pocket on this is sick. When he goes, the way he's rapping on sick, I don't know what it is about that. Yeah, really, he's just, he's just you, going. Can, yeah, can we, can we not sick. appreciate what's going on in lobby? Because lobby is a madness. Lobby's a good story. Yeah, yeah well, lobby is very good song. Lobby is like for me, that's his best rapping I've ever heard. Cause it's like his voice really? sounds like he, I don't know. It just sounds like he just woke up and he's actually in the lobby. Wait, that's of a the hotel. one I was talking about. Yeah, lobby. He <laughs> lobby's like a trap one, isn't it? The flow he's passionate yeah. on that one. Good See, story, I like the flow man. that I like, I like the flow he does on twenty ten. That's my favorite, to be honest with you. I just, I just, 20, just love how he's, mm, oh, we'll just get to his favorite tunes, it. isn't it? Twenty ten. We're already halfway there. Yeah, twenty ten is like a just like I'm back. The mm. screams, I'm back, man. And it's like the that, way it comes the... after old friend as well. Like, mm. it's, it's so yeah, it comes with a bang, then... exactly. And he's just going, yeah. for me, he's just, yeah, just going on. I just like that pocket that he finds himself in and never leaves. Trust me. Be his best song. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like the whole, the, like, just to kind of like, we're halfway over the, the track list. I don't know if we want to go track by track by track, but for me, God Laughs is a bit of a low point, but it's still interesting, but it's not overly long. Titanic is amazing and Fire in the Hole is just a nice ending. But I'm sorry, that's a way to end an album though, with that piano going off. I I, I see when I when I listen to that, I'm like just seeing like the sunset just setting off, just like close it, closing this chapter. He let the the beat ride a little bit as well. The way the beat rides that was like a chef's kiss, man. The way that finished was it's a strong end, isn't it? Beautiful. It's just so good. The the only dip in this this whole thing is is God laughs, but that's just me personally. Do you know what I mean? No, no, I'm with you with it. do you know what with God laughs for me. But I'm about to maybe change my opinion, but I'll, I'll explain. So for me, we've got laughs. It was, so we've spoken about the mix and about how Guru was involved and this and that. And then God laughs is like going back to that kind of some rap songs, Feet of Clay, murkiness. It's like, it sounds like he's like two meters away from the microphone. And you just think, well, why? <laughs> like you obviously had the quality there. Why did you do it with this one? But then the first line, I'm reading it now, it says the same dust can't stay. I've got a clean or I can't think. So is it like, is he in that state where he's just a bit messy and a bit gritty? And this mm. is him like being a bit cathartic and getting it out. Do you get what I mean? That all, all I know is I trust, I trust that there's purpose to why it sounds the way it does. But um, it's trippy. Yeah, I agree. It's trippy. Like it's mm. the trippiest song on the album, but it's just, it just wasn't for me. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad song. I'm not saying I, I would take it off or anything like that. It's just, it's the only thing that for me dips the the experience is, is that but it you know it doesn't fit anywhere else in the album so mm. let it be where yeah, it yeah. is and um just going quickly back when I said about that line about being uh simple and dynamic he he can be he can actually have really sort of just straight to the point bars but then <laughs> with this track uh God laughs second line resort to cantankerous means well, I've never heard that word in my life what's cantankerous it's like, like what, what difficult does that mean? it's like being like jarring I think Okay, that makes sense because he talks about the rat race and uh, and yeah, cash play. Yeah, the okay. the yeah, I was just uh, the uh, definition like of cantankerous for the listeners is bad tempered, argumentative, and uncooperative. So yeah, kind of what I said, being difficult and just an asshole. Really. Okay, mm. okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, man, there's 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 no duds. Put it this way, there's no like skippables really. No, and and to speak to no, speak no. on it, uh, taking Earl off the album, yeah. The production on this whole album is amazing, in my oh opinion. Oh my god, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. varied yeah. as well. Like it doesn't, it's not, it's not boring because it keeps switching up every time. Yeah. Like I said, from old friend to mm. 2010, there's moments like that throughout. Yeah, it's got. I'm very it's... impressed with um Black Noise. I was gonna say I'd never oh. heard of mm-hmm. him, but apparently he's famous. I don't know. You know what I mean? I've heard of him through. Uh, I don't know. If, is it him? Is it one guy? One person? Well. Or... I think it's one person, but I'm saying I, yeah, yeah. I thought the way this was sounding, I thought it was just top to bottom alchemist. But to find out it's somebody else makes sense why the beats sound how they do. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if alchemist had made the whole thing. Oh, that's, that's what true. I thought. I thought it was <laughs> yeah, alchemist. Yeah, I, you know what? That's what I thought it was until until you like I saw the front, but I was like, oh, 
it's not alchemist oh that's my bad and normally i always check for the production as well i just assumed it was alchemist I'm not gonna lie because he's been working like with alchemist so much i thought yeah. it was top to bottom alchemist so mm. when i said i'd never heard of him yeah you know that's more credit to him that i thought he was one of the best producers out right now the fact he produced i think it's what uh 2010 Four. vision and tabula rose i think he produced no no, no he did that one he did 2010 Vision and then Titanic and Fire in the Hole, all different beats. All that's okay. See, yeah, that's impressive. That's really. Yeah, that's what impressive. I mean. It's very impressive, man. It's it's dynamic. I, I was fortunate because when I when 2010 first came out, I immediately checked the production. Okay. Um, and I've only heard of Black Noise through Earl. Um, I, yeah, he did a feature for them, and there's another connection there, or uh, him, whatever. Um, but yeah, man, to make four different beats like this is what what are we calling weird. the subgenre as well of rap yeah like what is this mm. i think it's his own thing but then it's like because we kind of we kind of have to meld these two together whoever z loopers is he deserves all the awards in the world because he did <laughs> yeah, some cool was... stuff in there yeah there's an eagle i was like what is that that's amazing I don't know what to call this genre because it, I, I've never heard anything like this beats wise. Like it's that's what I said earlier. It's like boom bap, but it's new, but it's not, but it's, it is. Yeah, it's like art house boom bap. You know, <laughs> that's, that, I don't know what to call it. Is there yeah, any videos I, for this sure. this album? Because that would make me have more context yeah. of what I could call this. Because if he's standing there with bitches shaking video. their bum, like then I'd be like, oh, this is just rap. <laughs> it's three videos. The, the thing is, yeah, the 2010 yeah. Um, music video looks like a J. Cole video, I would say. Like, it's got that kind of editing style. It's a movie. And, like, color grade and content as well. Hmm. And um, uh, Tabula Rasa is like a... It's done with, like, a handheld camera. Oh, and stop the presses! There's an old interview on Apple Music. Sorry. Oh, is there? Yeah, like, it's just got oh, two hours ago. It's 20 minutes long. Also, enjoy that side note as well. Apparently, there's a secret Earl and Alchemist album on YouTube that they just put up a while back, and no, no one, because no one's found it yet. Like, no one has oh, actively oh found it and shared it. But there's something on the internet, uh, a project with them too. So yeah, but I just want to find it. I but... thought I thought that was this. I thought this was just him <laughs> and Alchemist. <laughs> I thought you know they they were working together. It makes sense. Blah blah blah. But yeah, Black Noise has, has really anchored this project together because he had, in my opinion, some of the best beats on the album, which is saying <laughs> no, something. Oh, yeah, the best, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think yeah, the best. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, Old Friend's amazing as well, especially with no drums. And to go back to the sound or the subgenre, I'm, I mean, I don't know I don't know what to call it, so I don't want to put it in a box, but I feel like, I'm not saying Earl started it, but I feel like Earl spearheaded this whole new wave of... Um, of lo-fi, I guess. It's like a, a new type of lo-fi. It's definitely with some rap songs. Obviously, this is this is um cleaner and a bit more, you know, more polished than that. But if you look at the artists that have come since, people like Mike and Marvie and Navy Blue, and there's there's a whole load of them. M many who have worked with the Alchemist too. It's definitely in that lo-fi range for me. And a lot of it's drumless as well. I was going to say none loops. of this. None of these are songs mm. as well. Like I don't know how to say that without sounding no, offensive. None of them have like real no, choruses I, I, or yeah. you know what I mean. Twenty ten's the closest one to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the yeah. rest of it's just like free flowing music. So maybe it's and, just mm. maybe this is poetry. The whole kind of could count because just the way it extends itself with that instrumental. Yeah, mm. I don't know. So I want to call this like poetry, like rap, but it's not cheesy. I, I don't know what to call yeah. it. Because this is the it's whole album is rap sense, exercises, realistically. It's got jazz elements to it, right? Yeah, in, with the production side and, and the flows. And it's, it's not conventional it. like structures. It's, mm, yeah, there's no, yeah, exactly. This is, a, it's free flowing. That's, mm. it's definitely That's different. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost like freestyles. Like, I don't know how. They how are much almost Earl, like freestyles. They yeah. really are. Yeah. I don't know how much Earl sits down and writes his music, but there's definitely like an element of like Jay Z level thought going into these bars. But they don't feel like he sat down and was like, this is being said now. And that's been I feel like he might have rapped over these beats like nine, ten times and then gone, oh, that's the best version of this song. Because mm. how else do you mm. catch some of the pockets that he catches in some of these very, very bizarre beats? 
it's this experimentation yeah. with the pockets, isn't it? Mm. it yeah. To me, it's doomish. Yeah, it's I, very doom. Mm. Oh, didn't you say uh, something uh, about Earl being like the next doom? Yeah, I, I, not to to big myself up a, a while back. I think <laughs> I just I just think that he. I mean, there's there's the obvious like. He's he's clearly a fan, and there was the whole when they met at that festival, and there's that funny picture of him and all that. But I just always thought that he's not the same. He's very much his own rapper, and you can't you can't imitate Doom really. But there's just I don't know that it's just the way that they craft verses and the schemes that they use. It's just very intricate, and like I said, I really think he, I really think he takes this serious, man. I've, I think he sits there and and whether it's rights or thinks thinks it through in his head, a lot goes into this, I think. And I feel like Doom was like that too. Yeah. But then it's effortless as well at the same time. Like the way he the way he raps and it, yeah. It's amazing, really. I think he's really, really one of the greats. Let's just call it alternative rap, innit? I was just trying to do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the easiest way to do Alt it. rap. But all right. So but I think go on. No, I was just going to say, like, how much do you like listen to people like Mike and Navy Blue and like some uh, of the other people I've mentioned? I've never listened I, to any I, of I them. Ca- no. I can't say that I've even heard any of them. I'm, right. I'm just, I'm just going to be real. I just well, know Navy Blue is, because yeah. of the Earl collabs. Mm, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, look, after this, yeah, I'll, I'll share like two or three songs, just like from one from each of them, and in your own time, get to them, and you understand what I mean. It's like they're especially Mike. You hear so much like some rap song style Earl. Um, in Mike, but I also think that Earl was taken from them because he got, like he says in the lyrics, he clicked up with them and they were already making music before some rap songs. But yeah, just I'll, I'll send some stuff over later and um, you you may or may not agree with me, but there's definitely a movement of this type of music. You kind of touched on, on what I wanted to get to next, which was about the features on the album because Earl's featured on so many different people's stuff that it's kind of confusing that on his album there's only two features and they're literally back to back. So this is this is essentially just a whole Earl album minus these. You know, okay, so the thing is, um, I heard this thing. He had a, actually a twenty-one song album for this, yeah. but he decided to cut it down because he said he doesn't want to be self-indulgent or whatever. So there probably was more features, but he thought this is the story he wants to tell. Mm-hmm. Also, like I think, how long is this album? It's like less than twenty-five, 25 minutes, half twenty-five an hour minutes, or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can probably put another one or two features in before it starts to get clogged. I think. And, I, and Earl's doing so much, you don't really need anyone else, I think. I think but the feature tracks are two of the best tracks on the album, but that's not because, you know, mm. Earl needs the, these tracks to boost him up. It's no. just, they just fit in nicely. And they actually flow, Vision and, and uh, Tabula Raza flow into each other so nicely that it's like, yeah. I'm not mad at it. Like, it, it's one of those ones where sometimes features feel a bit out of place, but none of these features feel out of place. Why does that work though? Because if you think about it, they are very different, aren't they? Yeah. Why does it work? I don't. No, I agree no. with you, but it does, isn't it? Like it just mm. when it's like Vision's quite. I mean, I remember the first time I heard it, the flipping when it drops. Oh my god! It was like mm. it was like you know when you stick your head out of a car window and the wind's just like blowing at you. When that mm. dropped, it was like that. And then I guess the next track is maybe just a nice sort of breeze, of like sorry, like a break from the kind of intensity yeah, that last one i don't know i um, i think it's the, the the weirdly enough the skits tie it together because the end of the skit yeah. is like mm, this is what i was thinking it's like you you kind of can you you have this black woman talking at the end of vision and then the sample in tabula rasa is obviously a black woman that's been chopped and screwed you know what i mean like it's very odd mm. and soul sample yeah, yeah exactly. and, and they're speaking about well um Billy Woods, I think his name is, is speaking about black issues. So it's like maybe it's that subconscious thing that you don't think about till like now, but they just fit nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Theo was going to say, but that's that's yeah, where yeah. I'm coming from. No, I just felt I just no, I, I kind of agreed. I just felt like it just I don't know, just the two kind of interjected that. Now I need to feel like I need to listen to Taboo at Russell, but it's at the beginning, like you said, with how they've chopped that. It just it just worked nicely from what. Or, what um the skit at the end of vision and it just went smoothly onto taboo arrest. I don't know why it just felt flows like that. And you made a good point in regards to Billy Woods touching on the black topics as well. It just feels like they link. I don't know why it does, but it feels nice, especially when I listen to it nonstop. They just transitions well. He's, I don't um, know. He's from Zimbabwe, by the way. I think. Oh, originally. is he from Zimbabwe? Yeah, yeah. That makes I mean, sense. I then that makes a hell of a lot of sense. 
Nah, see, that makes so much sense with that um, first end because I was thinking, boy, geez, mm. if you're doing that with that, oh, when he starts talking about coffee and <laughs> jeez, that, was that beat else. was um, that beat was made by uh, Ro- I think Rob Chambers and Theravada. I've never heard of either of them, but yeah, no, uh, very alchemist esque. I think that one. Um, and Lobby was made by a producer called Sam I Am. Yeah, and that that guy Sam sick. I Am. He did he produce? Was it no, is it No Wave Caps? He's produced so much stuff. He's, he's like a weird. He's like a weird electronic producer from LA, I think. Uh, 20 wave caps, sorry. 20 wave caps from Doris. Okay. He's like a weird electronic producer from LA. And some of his stuff that he's done with like Flying Lotus and all that kind of stuff is just really experimental and weird. So mm-hmm. to hear him make like such a banger like Lobby is weird. Because to me, that's the track that if he, if O performs that live, I don't know if American people really do wheel ups, <laughs> but in the UK, you have to wheel that up like a thousand times. Hmm. Mm. Susie oh, says, "Don't overreact." I mean, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you did you like the little uh, basketball reference in that song, Theo, as well? The ch- chamber oh, the stats. Get, you get, oh, what when he's talking about triple doubles? Oh, well, um, you're gonna have no, to no, no. Me, he's, like Sam says, when he says, "Don't overreact," and then a bit later he says, "Chamberlain with the stats." Isn't that isn't Chamberlain an old basketball player? What Wilt Chamberlain? Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain? Chamberlain yeah, 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 Wilt Chamberlain's the man, and. Jeez, the yeah. only only player in basketball to get 100 points is the most points. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. He, so, okay. I don't know why I just flopped with that, but yeah, anyway. It's the on. fact he actually knows that is that's what worries me because the last name's not enough. I literally just looked at it now. He's like, oh, Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, he's done. He's done it. I'm thinking, how the fuck? Do, your brain's a computer for you. You should back your brain up in the cloud. Yeah, no, but Theo, no, Theo, Theo, not you, man. You're not the sports guy. Remember that time? I don't remember what we were arguing about. Yeah, but someone was saying to somebody, "Don't test me with sports." I think it was Theo to you. I think so. Yeah, that was funny. I think so. So Yeah, no, because I was just, I was just disappointed in myself that I didn't pick, I, I I didn't pick that up. But no, that's that, that. Yeah, that's nice. I'm shocked I didn't pick that up because I do like the sports reference. Because even on um, 2010. Although I kind of feel this might be a bit of a reach when Earl um, mentions about that uh, lyrics where he's talking about from Philly, but then he goes on the fly. I'm like, oh, this is nice because um, he might be touching on the Philadelphia Flyers and the Eagles, man. And when they saw into the sky, but I think that's a reach. From nah, me. That could be real, though, because I don't I even know right. that type of right. shit. I don't have that type of knowledge because to hand. The, because honestly, the way he ran that, I was like, nah, he, I, I, may, I might be reaching, but I don't think I am reaching. I don't think you are. He, he does references like that throughout the album. Yeah, he's, he Earl does a lot of sport references. And even yeah, at the that, end of um, at the end of Lobby, there's that kind of clip from a baseball game, I think. I get. I think it is because it says mm. something about what a slide, and I guess that's when you, you know. Oh, when I'm you not, well, well, American when, sports yeah, No, when you slide to when you slide to base because you run into base because you're going to yeah, try and yeah. get you out when you slide across. Yeah, yeah sorry, this his, is me. His word association, like mm. it, I'm not going to put it past him that he's definitely thought of that. Oh, it's just a word because if I get the lyric up, I definitely, I definitely think he was definitely talking about that because. It's the way he did it. Where is it? Yeah, five O's in the Olympics. I heard that. Yeah, not religious. We was really out in Philly, living on the fly, trying to wing it. No, I think he's doing it, man, because living on the he fly, like yeah. he's he ties the two together, the flyers, and then trying to wing it. And you could talk about Give the Philadelphia punch, Eagles man. as well. Yeah, no, nah, he's definitely he's definitely done that. Yeah, like yeah. that. That's nice. Oh, so flipping. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, is it Zaloopers? Is that how you say the name? Zaloopers, Z Loopers. Um I've been sleeping, man, because I almost added him straight onto my um, uh, best new artist list, right? For a you know eventual award. Can anyone else hear like a high pitch sound? No, 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 no. That's your ears. <laughs> Get them checked. Local. No, my um, phone. That was fucking weird. Yeah, so weird. I, I, I sorry. Added this guy to my. <laughs> Best new artist, but he's he's been around for time. Apparently, he's like with uh, you know sort of clicked up a bit with Danny Brown, and may or may not be in the the Bruiser Brigade or something like that. But he's been around for a while. But this was my first time actually like recognizing who he is. Yeah, so he came straight off the list. Sick. But so what I, what, I what about that. this album in, in context to the you know the highlights and lowlights of Earl's albums or discography? 
Um, I'm not ready to say it's better than some rap songs, but I think it's I think it's better than the first two. <clears throat> I definitely put it in the top two of his projects. I think he's done really well with this one. Mm. We're just in that time now where concise albums that are full enough feel great in it. Like Vince's album last year, mm. they've done it with this one as well. It Maybe that's a trend so now. Maybe that is the trend. Give us, you know, 10 songs. I'd, that are just, I don't want to yeah. listen to like an old album, the length of like Doris and I don't like shit. Right yeah, now. man. It just, I mean? it just, it's just, it just goes on a bit too long. Mm. This I, feels perfect. Jimmy. Yeah, I was going to say, so, I feel like he's now. definitely onto something with this. And obviously I don't want to hear the same thing again and again and again, but I'd like to see mm-hmm. what, what the progression of this. this it's like Sean said is. though, he, he mastered the, <laughs> The messiness of some rap songs. Like, this is what Sean said before it dropped. He was hoping, like, it, it would be, like, a refined version of that mm. and, like, honed in. And he's, he's done that. He's yeah. been like, yeah, let me get Jay-Z's audio engineer. I'm going to fix up, make it all clear. He's he done it. Mm. What about you, Theo? Yeah, um, well, uh, yeah, I think it's one of his, um, some of his best work, to be honest with you. I'll put it in the, um, uh, yeah, put in the bracket of his top albums, really. I think... He's really shown, well, he just sounds great again. Not that he didn't, and this is partly because of me. Like I said, I kind of feel like I've did a disservice to Earl, really, because I feel like I didn't carry on on my journey when maybe I should have. So yeah. I can't really comment on that. But from what I've sound, uh, from what I've heard of this, I just think, yeah, this is some of his best work. But I would need to personally revisit just to before I could even mention where Sick Fits. Yeah, I think in fairness, you know, Theo, I think Earl's sort of descent into the underground um, has been very conscious. I think that's mm. it's what he wanted. Do you know what I mean? I think, I don't know if it's as, as far as like what a JPEG Mafia says, where he kind of just wants to sieve out the fans from the people that aren't really fucking with him, mm. which is why he'll just be like really abrasive and things like that. I mm. think with Earl, I, I, I'm trying to like look at it now from like a, I'm trying to put myself in his perspective. If you think how young he was when he dropped the very first mixtape and then he gets sent off to flipping Samoa. And in that time, Odd Future become like one of the biggest things on the on the internet. And all these people are calling for him to come back. And then he comes back from this period of just like complete isolation from the world almost. And he's this star. It must have been a lot to take at what, like 18, 19? Mm-hmm. Must have been some shock to the system. So by the time we get to I Don't Like Shit, where I think he sounds angry in that album, I think he was just ready to lie low. And that's why by the time some rap songs came along, his popularity had really dipped because he just, I think he just consciously didn't want to be in the limelight. He didn't want the fame and things like that. So, yeah, I think that's why maybe you've kind of like lost track of him. Mm. I feel like this album's definitely going to put Earl on a lot more people's radars. Like anybody that likes rap music will listen to this and go, oh shit, this guy's someone I should have been listening to or I'm going to listen to going forward. And uh, flowing on from that, what are the takeaway tracks for everybody on this? Um, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna avoid all the singles, so I'm gonna go for "Old Friend," "Vision," and "Fire in the Hole." Okay. Okay. Well, I'll go next. Oh, so mine's um. Well, let me get the track list up. Mine's 2010. Um, "Fire in the Hole" and "Lie." Nice. Mm-hmm. Kieran, what's yours? Actually, as well. Oh, sick. I, I don't. Why are you avoiding the singles, Sean? Thank just because I had them, like I, I banged well two of them. This is just a question of uh, you. Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I kind of I don't know. I listened to them so much before the album that I wanted to pick all the the ones that were a bit fresher. I guess. Fair enough. Mine's oh. the middle section of the album, man. Vision, Tabula Raza, and Lobby. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why you guys. It's, still it's a reasonable question. <laughs> No, 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 no. The question, no, the question was fine. It was Sean's reaction that did me. He almost felt like he was attacked by. (laughs) I don't get what these two have been on. It wasn't an attack. Yeah, I I wasn't. I didn't feel it either. I don't know. I I thought it was calm, but tickled. Something tickled Theo again. What's what's everybody's scores for this then? Because eh? it'll be interesting. I I want Kieran to go first because I feel like he always waits for us to pick. Oh good, and oh then, god, and man. then he, he gives this a number. Time, this time I was saying to myself, I'm definitely not going first. Nah, man. yeah, you have to go oh. first, man. And I was I was thinking like 
No, man, like five minutes before this call, I was thinking like, I need to come up with a score right now. Yeah. But the way this conversation has gone, it's made me appreciate a lot more, which I have been today anyway, but you've made sense of my thoughts. Man, no, don't do this to me. I was about to say, I'm waiting for a number. I'm no, waiting to hear a not, number. We're not trying to, all I'm hearing but, is hella waffle. Like, all I'm hearing is... <laughs> I'm doing my monologue. You'll say at the same time. Oh, that's, a, that's a mess. No, that's quite a good uh, idea, Sean. You know? No, because Shakira is not going to say a number, Sean. We'll say it at the list- same time and then just clarify what we said. Didn't it? Because, <laughs> 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 oh, man. I'm not trying to do 20, 2021 again. I know I, I gave Pop Smoke a, a nine. No, but Pop, Pop Smoke was a madness. I'm sorry. That was a madness. I was still uh, waiting I'm, to hear I'm, a number I'm, all I'm, now. I'm, I'm hearing hella I'm coming waffle. legit with my scores this year, man. I, 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 we I'm can't all say it at once. That makes no sense. Oh, do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Oh, you can't. You go first. Let me go first. Then oh, let me God. Go here first. we go. Here okay, we go. Here go. First. Entertainment okay. value. Um, <laughs> I guess like 8.5. Oh, see, that's all right, man. I don't know why you were worrying. No, because... because. <sighs> School's all right. I, no, before this phone call, like nah. Like. Before this phone call, I did actually say I was going to give it an eight in it, just because I was trying to keep it like grounded. He, he, tra- he tried to ground ah, himself. Than, right, yeah, no, it's better than an eight. No, you don't. No, mine's an eight point three. That was a good school to No, it's solid. Nothing to worry about, man. It's it's, it's be- Yeah, it's better than an eight. Definitely better yeah. than an eight. It is. Sure. Uh, eight point four. Eight point four. I'm sitting at a nice healthy 8.5 as well that's only because i don't feel like i've had any good rap music like this in a long time it's just everything you want from an album isn't it mm. right now overall it's at 8.4 beats bars that's the average size yeah i don't know i just i haven't i haven't had a rap album like this in a while that's why i gave it an 8.5 as well but that's just personal preference Everyone hold knows on what was the I average 8.4 8. 8. is that what Theo said or? no 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 Sean this oh, time I said 8.3 yeah. I, was, I was thinking that I was thinking has Theo done it again but no, no. Yeah. to be precise know. the precise score is 8.425 but we don't go into the second decimal point because mm. that upsets Sean <laughs> um, do you know what it, do you know what it is I don't know about you lot but because we were speaking very highly of it I feel like whilst we appreciate the the uh, conciseness, and I think it suits Earl because of how much he packs in. It's it at the same time feels limited. Do you know what I mean? You're not gonna get. I, I feel like you, when you have an album that's borderline EP length, mm. you're not gonna get as much as you would get in like a li- like Little Sims album or a Tyler album. Do you get what I'm saying? But the thing is yeah. though, like we analysed Old Friend. That song is literally only like forty second rap, or even less. Know, that's what I was about but to like say. Analyzed it's it, it's like very compact, record. man. It's like yeah. it's like Robinsons. We could have had the diluted version, or we could have this very strong formula. Like I, I'm not mad with the strong formula. It's man. a heavy shot. Mm. I mean, look, I'm I'm always open to changing score, and like for instance, my gets one went up last year, and this and that. So I wouldn't be surprised if in a few months, maybe or even less, that this you know pushes into the sort of 8.5, 8.6 range. Cause it feels like it, maybe it should be a nine. Like if we rounded it out, it feels like it should be more towards the nine than the eight. Hey, this is Kieran and thanks for listening. Shout out to my Indian people. I see you. Don't leave without hitting the link in the podcast notes to join our discord server, where the discourse of our episodes continues. We've got curated playlists and more for you to check out there. Namaskar.